When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's up? Mike Catherwood here from Loveline and of course also the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast right here on Podcast One. The new episode of the Mike and Dr. Drew show should be up right now as I speak. A great episode if I do say so myself. We talk about Kratom, Kratom tea. We talk about Bieber urine, John Ham's hog. We talk about uh, the legality of prison sex and Sharknado. So uh, an action-packed edition of the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. Go check it out right now. Oh, and also from Wilfred on, on FX, Jason Gann, a very funny guy. He joined us on Loveline. We got a snippet of that. So it's a, it's a great little episode. You should definitely go over and pick up the new Mike and Dr. Drew show now here on Podcast One. Bye. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Boobs. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast. Uh, I'm Kristen Carney, one of your hosts. And, uh, of course, I'm not going to say beautiful because last time I said beautiful and I'm humiliated to this day. Uh, I loved it, though. I thought it was fantastic. You are beautiful. You should say sexy. Well, of course I am, but I'm not going to call myself that. Oh, ego. (laughs) Bragger. For for all our listeners, Kristen's wearing these really short shorts today and it's showing off her booty. And I was like, damn, girl, nice legs and booty. Well, I'm wearing the short shorts because I can't show off any boobs because I don't have any, so it's like you have to... It's a choose. Yeah. It's this new confidence. No, it's not confidence. It is. Something's happened from this show. No, no, nothing's happened She's going to come in here naked next time. No, I'm just as insecure. No, God, stop it. She's like, ew, that's disgusting. Someone give dick, God damn it. (laughs) She needs it. No, I do. (laughs) Loosen me up a little bit. Um, but anyway, no, it's me here with Marnie, of course, best yes. author and relationship expert, and Mo, of course. How low can we go, Mo, with your buttons? Oh, Seriously. it's summertime. You know, I, I get a lot of shit all the time for this. You're just talking to me about short shorts, I just, but I mean, come on. Jesus, you know, I'm looking down right now. This is a little too low than I usually <laughs> like. I'm just showing off some of my man. Mo just likes well, to show off. Well, you wore the short of, shorts. Yeah. But Mo just likes to show off on his chest where all of his hair from his head went. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. You know, I'm trying to bring back the Burt Reynolds. Don't no no no! You're gonna. That's a huge battle to fight. Don't try to. I'm bring bringing it back, it back and I'm bringing it back it's like strong. Climbing Mount Everest. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> or you might die along the way. <gasps> for sure. Good. So Haley is missing today. We are missing Haley. Very um, sad. She'll be back though for the next podcast. She had a great weekend, I think, and she just completely lost her voice. She went to some music festival, and oh, I awesome. am so not a music festival fan. Uh, well, it's I too much. Could be. No, one band at a time. It's like enough with this like, ooh, we're all like in love and peace and whatever. It's And there's 48 it's of disgusting. us performing and you're going to stay the entire yeah, time. Yeah, and you smell and it's like, <laughs> no one needs to see that. I love music festivals. Coachella, Ugh. it's like it's in my soul. Every year I like feel it and I love it and I got to go. It's amazing. Uh, I want to go. I, would I say that every year I that I want to go and I still haven't gone. Oh, you just got to go. You gotta go if you're looking for a little free love and some fun. It's a great time. Yeah, but I'm not looking for free love or fun. Um, <laughs> if I if I did Coachella though, the only way I would do it would be to get a really nice hotel in Palm Springs and go in for Ten one minutes? show, one show, 
at night when there's not dust and heat in the air filling my contact lenses. <laughs> That's like what my mom would say. She's like, I would go and I would listen from the hotel yeah, room. moms get it. Moms get it. They're, they're, to, they're to, wise. Uh, to all our male listeners, if you ever want to go to a music festival and you're in Southern California, go to Stagecoach. Stagecoach is right after Coachella and is a country music festival. What's with the coach? Why Stagecoach? Coachella? Co- yeah, like there's, it's- a, there's a lot of coach going on. But what's great about Stagecoach is it's all country. I hate country, by the way. Let me just say that. Um, but it's like millions of women. The ratio of women is three really? to one, and they are all country girls, and they are down. But then you get women who, like... And or they, into country, you have to listen to it all the time. No, who cares? So they point. got short shorts on, long blonde hair, normally amazing bodies, and the culture of country music. Yeah, but is who wants to be around like Jessica, Jessica Simpson all the time? Okay. That's just the, is that, that, that really that a question type. that you want to ask this audience? Oh who God. wants to be around that's her true, all the time? That's true. A lot of people. Want. A lot of people do. Ten friendly Jessica Simpsons that just want to give you beer and feed you and have your babies. That's yeah. awesome. Then where should the women go? What festival should they be going to to find like no, hot men? We don't care. look, <laughs> women. You go to your country music fest. This is a show for the men, okay? Let's, well, but let's overall, <laughs> that's actually that's actually a good point. So like, music festivals are great places to meet people. There's tons to talk about. There's oh, yeah. great conversation starters. Everybody is in a free open space. You're you listening can, to music. You can fake knowing about all the bands. There. Yeah, exactly. Or you can be <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I don't okay. know this band. I knew the other 25. Like, can you tell me about this one that's playing now? Or if there's an awkward silence, you can like just listen to the music. So it. Actually Actually, is a great place to go interact with women and with that's men. True. Yeah. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Well, so okay, I want I'm gonna do a segue now. But I I was watching The Bachelorette last night. Do you guys watch that show? No, unfortunately. I like that you said it with a sad I face because I watch it every season. Do watch it. Are you forced to watch it? Is that part yeah, of your date I night am, on Monday? You no, know, I'm forced to watch it. But yeah, it's yeah, actually the- a pretty good show. I like watching The Bachelor more than I do The Bachelorette. Oh, for sure, because you're like it's a dream world for men, yeah, like it's a like room one full guy, of women. All these women. What to do? Well, the interesting thing that I did want to bring up that I wanted to talk to you guys about was, okay, so I'll give you a little recap of The Bachelorette. It's been on for about six weeks, and she has narrowed it down to four guys who she's brought home for her home dates. So in six weeks, she's found true love. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. With four four guys. Mm -hmm. So she's not allowed to say, I love anybody, but um, all, all three of the four guys have said, I love you to her. They've been very open about it. They're lying. Really, it's television. I believe it. It's so true. But these guys, like, they're they're like they're very bold about it. All like one wrote her a poem saying I love you. One said this, and they're talking to their parents about how much they love this girl and this is the girl they want to be with. They see a future with her. They see marriage. They see babies. And there's this one guy who I they have always had a connection since their first date like from my point of view watching them but he's the one who hasn't said I love you to her and so when she had a sit down with Chris Harrison who's the host of the show so he's the only real human there right exactly yeah. but actually I, I do like how he's not emotionally jumping into it you can tell he's really seriously thinking about this like the cameras are gone for him he's really in that place of evaluating whether or not this is a girl for him which, which I really respect but when she sat down with the host of the show to talk before she had to give out her roses at the end of the night um, he was saying to her how how do you feel about these guys? And she said, Brooks, who is the guy that hasn't said I love you, is the one that she's focusing the most on. She is in love with him. I've never heard a bachelorette or bachelor announce that to anybody because it kind of screws up the show when you say, oh, I love this person. But he is the one person who hasn't said I love you back, although he has shown her that he is into her and wants to move down that path. So I want to talk to you guys about like the chase and the challenge because is she really into him the most or is it because – he hasn't said it yet, but everybody else 
has. What do you think? Um, from watching the show and knowing this girl, she's a doormat, first of all. She does not have much going on upstairs in her head, and she has been shit on in every single relationship she's ever been in. So for her, she's used to the guy that shits on her. She's That's a, interesting. She's a typical girl that likes to get shit on, or her, her idea of receiving love is being shit on or rejected. You've obviously and, watched the past episode, too, well, from Sean's yeah, series, because you know this. Yeah, and she's also on a reality show, and so she, it just seems to go hand in hand. Yeah, it does seem to go hand in hand. She was she was dropped in the last one, and that was basically what hit it on the nose, too. Um, but, you know, look, for anyone in general, if you have three people that say, I love you, and you have the one person that says they don't, you're going to be interested in why does that person not love me. That's my challenge now. How am I going to turn that one person? It yeah. What's problematic for her is... If, if she saw her pattern in life, she would dump that guy and go for the guy who actually loves her. But on the other hand, I haven't seen the show at all. Um, and I said unfortunately, and I have no idea why, I, I, I couldn't watch the show because it just seems so, so fake and, and so vapid. But um, the, uh, the, the, on the other hand, she could actually like him. I, I can't use the word love and bachelorette in the same <laughs> sentence. It's, it's like a sin. Um, but I think she could actually like him based on what you said is that because he is acting in a way in which would show love. And so I think sometimes that can come across more attractive than someone spewing it out all the time, you know, in the actions, you know, actions speak louder than words, which is true a lot of the time. Yeah. So maybe she maybe she could. But really, he's the only sane one on the show because this has only been going on for two months. And right. I know the show induces love. You're in all these amazing places, traveling with these people. Everyone's drinking. Yeah, you're on an island, basically. You can't an see island. anybody else. There's all these romantic things happening. So, of course, you are, and, and you're open to love right off the bat. So, you're feeling these feelings of love. He seems to be the only one that understands and has seen past episodes of the show to know, okay, there's only one or two marriages from the entire 27 seasons of The Bachelor slash right. Bachelorette. Um, obviously these people jump in way too soon. So he's taking I, it serious. Yeah, he's actually taking it serious and going, look, I like you. That's the truth. I'm interested in building a relationship with you. We need to start there because after three months you propose to somebody, come on now, that sounds like a bad Vegas trip. Right. Well, right. So then, this is just an extended Vegas trip. Really. It's exactly yeah. all it no, is. No, but it's interesting because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to evaluate the relationship as much as possible. But really, you know, we see what the creators want us to see. So if they're like, oh, they're in love, they're going to paint a picture that shows them being in love compared to another couple. But I have always seen that connection with him, and when she is with him, uh, I don't think it's because he hasn't said I love you because he's showing the signs, like what Mo was talking about, of being in love with her and talking about the future yeah. uh, and having those serious discussions. Um, but I, I kind of like that he hasn't said I love you yet because when all those guys do say it, I always, I always question it. I'm like, how, how are you so in love with her already? Yeah, it's like, I mean, the, the, the way it is to me is like, if you put a mac, if you put macaroni and cheese in one room <laughs> and then you put everyone around it, yes, everyone's gonna really like macaroni and cheese because sure. they're starving. You know, so it's like the same thing to me. I don't I don't get the concept of the I don't get how anyone would actually buy into this being real. 
Right. Well, I, I guess I guess the, what I really wanted to talk about was about challenges being appealing. Not that macaroni and cheese isn't delicious. It is. It's fantastic. I wish it, I could but, eat it. You know, but, you should have said broccoli or something. But, right. Exactly. Yeah. But so I guess the the point of the the conversation that I wanted to bring up was mm-hmm. not you know is the Bachelorette like amazing for love matches, yeah. but it's do is is providing a challenge to women uh, something that can help men, and if so, it, how do they do that? It is attractive. I mean, the bottom line is it's attractive. Uh-huh. Everyone kind of knows that the challenge is part of the game. I think a good way to do that is to be very, 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 I guess, warm and, and I guess, I don't know, warm to the girl, but also cool in your own way. Yeah. Not cool as in like you're too cool for school, but cool as in you have other things going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I always describe it to guys as like respect yourself first before you decide to get into a relationship. Like suddenly because this cute woman comes along, you don't throw 30 years of you out the window and focus completely on this new individual, texting or emailing or making yeah. sure she's attracted to you. It's remembering that you have a life before her and you, you may have a life after her as well or possibly with her. But that can it doesn't have to be a race to the finish line. It can go slow. Slowly. So like what that balance, I think that you just said is that the challenge that is a healthy challenge that can still create extreme attraction with women is, you know, give her a little bit and still respect your life, but be open and available when you are there. Right. But yeah. don't be there all the time. Don't exactly. text consistently. Don't email. Don't call. Hold your horses. Be, but but again, a, do things that are that are going to entice her exactly. and attract her to you. Be a gentleman. Be a man. Yes. Treat her with respect. Give her affection. Do all those things that you know women want. But be passive about the real serious shit, like the relationship question. Be very passive about ever bringing that up. Be very passive about saying I love you. Like all these like serious benchmarks. Don't ever push it on a relationship. Let her think about it. Yeah, take She's your like, time too. Yeah, take your time. Let her think. Because look, girls and, are thinking about this shit since day one. Okay? Right. And honestly, what's going to happen is, I guess, <laughs> the guy at the beginning of the relationship is the is when he's basically going to have control. Yeah. And for the rest of the relationship, he's not. <laughs> so he might as well enjoy it at the beginning. Enjoy your three months. Really, it's all downhill and, and from there. Don't realize that the beginning of a relationship is when you have your man sexy. Like a man, the cycle of the man sexy is a man normally loses it. But you lose it as soon as you say the word man sexy. What a sad story that's coming out of both of your mouths. Because that is not true. It doesn't have to be true. The minute you say I love you to another girl, you lose your man sexy. And you all of a sudden are in this this union between two people. When you break up with the girl, your man sexy is completely depleted. You have no confidence in yourself. (laughs) And then you you slowly build the man sexy back where you're just slaying them left and right, killing them off one by one. There you go. then when you're your man sexy peak a girl snipes you off well hopefully they again. are going to my website winggirlmethod.com and figuring out how to keep it consistent the entire time so they <laughs> slash don't man ever sexy. lose it slash man sexy exactly go to my website yeah exactly <laughs> don't go. seriously don't go get that domain name um but so i wanted to transition this conversation into something but it happens to transition very nicely and it's about new ways of dating because uh you know uh, ch- providing a challenge these days isn't just about conversations with people and providing like the typical challenges. Now the challenge is there's technology involved and there are new ways of dating and meeting individuals where you don't really even have to meet anybody in person. So for today's chapter in the man's playbook, I want to talk about where to meet women. On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us 
to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. All right, so for this chapter in the man's playbook, we have a special guest with us. Her name is Jessica. And actually, Jessica and I work together. She is one of my wing girls. But separate from being a wing girl for the wing girl method, she is um, an amazing coach for men and for women. She is talented in marketing and split testing and all the stuff that I hate doing. Uh writing emails that we're telling me you're good at writing emails. yes she's a really good copywriter too anyway she's very she just talented like she was doing a weird sexual know, move like, or writing emails i know it's like what is this that you're going to be talking about um but no jessica is amazing uh and she is single which is wonderful because we we were missing that perspective on our show so yeah. we have her here today and um uh, we are talking about new ways of meeting people in the modern world which is mainly online and um so about Three weeks ago, I had my 22-year-old intern, uh, who is literally insane, but she introduced me to this thing called Tinder that I'd never heard of before because I'm married, and if I knew about Tinder, I you know, would be slapped across the face. But I would love <laughs> for you, Jessica, to man. explain Tinder because you use it, and I think that everybody else should be using it, too, who's listening to the show. Hello, first of all, and um, thank you, Marnie, for the introduction. <laughs> um, Tinder's basically, it's just, what you do is you see within a given radius who's down to get down. I mean, they give you a couple profiles to look at, and you either yay them or nay them. And if you yay them and they nay you, and where they are you yay you, and, Where are you yay and nay like them? It's like this app. It's this app, and they just give you all these, like, pictures of people so you can sit in your bed do they pull their do they pull a facebook profile picture the one that's current on the person's profile i think or are so. they picking well, and actually, choosing what? you know what i'm gonna read this to you because i found like a little uh the con- the concept of tinder um so just, just to give people an understanding because i didn't really understand it either and my intern talks like a mile a minute so i got little bits of what she was saying but here's what it is the concept of tinder is simple you cycle through pictures of theoretically single strangers in your area each person has between one and four pictures of themselves and sometimes a little quote which are selected by tinder by accessing your facebook they don't post anything to facebook you see the person's age distance from you if and if you have any common facebook friends or interests the mutual friend aspect is funny and also confirms that it is indeed a small world after all thank god the age part is there i'm just reading this from somebody's blog um but it also makes you realize that you're old as dirt so i wonder what the the age the you know the average age is for this website i'm thinking 20s i mean i would say around here probably mid to late 20s i don't know what old as dirt people are you know i know when i was 25 i thought i was old as dirt so but now it's obviously not true um the mutual friend part is interesting and weirds you out when one of your matches has your older brother in common with you you click a button on your phone with a little green heart if you think that person is hot or a red x if you don't and then they get stamped with a nope if you've mutually liked each other you are given the option to message the person it's very much like texting so the so the way that my intern actually explained it was like she's out at a bar she goes on tinder she flips through and sees people who she likes or doesn't like like gives them a green or a red and if you both say green you can start talking to each other and then he can say like turn around I'm right there and then he fucks you up the ass <laughs> like that's basically <laughs> when I, I basically that's <laughs> but no but you, and that's when they post it to Facebook <laughs> yeah exactly but so um, <laughs> I love that you just said he just fucks you in the ass like no foreplay <laughs> right anal to sex it. 
Just kidding. So that's that's Grinder, which is you know another version that I've heard of. But basically, it's like you can you can meet the person, you can hook up for the night, you can date. Um, and I, I read this blog the other night with this girl who went on this fantastic date with this guy. And then the nice part about it that she was saying, and that I see about it too, is that there isn't like in online dating. There's this whole, whole process. There's okay, I can take my time and look at your profile. You can write me an intro email. I'm evaluating everything that you're do doing, and I have this ideal in my head of who's going to be approaching me um and i think that this eliminates it because it's much more instant and sorry that i'm talking so for so long but i would love to hear jessica's point of view on no it. it is so instant you can like like your intern was saying you could sit at the bar and be like okay who's within a couple feet of me right now who's in this bar who's dtf who's like down like to meet someone right now so it's instant gratification you look on there and you're like he's hot there he is let me see if he'd be into me and you just get you get the yes or no right on the spot you don't have to do this whole song and dance of let me read his profile and see see if he likes yeah, but, okay or- i like to throw in the curveballs what if her pictures or his pictures look really good and then you see him in person and you've already said yes to the pictures online then you have that awkward moment of then like you go to the yeah, you duck and run you duck and run you're and like you say, sorry not into this you're creepy that's not me like yeah. just run away tinder what's tinder exactly what's tinder dude I, I have a lot of friends who are on tinder now and are guys that have had a lot of trouble meeting girls like i'm my, one of my buddies jd He's like he's like Eeyore of men. Okay, he's always down. He's like, Aww. oh man, I can't get girls. Blah blah blah. And then now he's been on Tinder and he is getting girls and slaying girls. And I saw him the other day. I'm like, I don't recognize you, man. You're completely different. What's going on? He's like, oh, you know, I've just been hooking up with this. He's girl like, oh, it's just the STDs girl. I've gotten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's feeding away at my. Skin. You know what? It's an in, it's an instant confident booster because yeah. right away somebody's saying you're, you're hot. That's, it's like instant. You're like, all right. Four people said I'm hot. Where are they? Like, right. I would think that right away that gives you like the grr that you need to interact and you can do it instantly. Mm-hmm. Whereas like online, you see people look at you and then they don't write to you and then you're thinking, oh, what are they thinking? And there's 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 much more time to think mm-hmm. of all of other alternatives. This is much more instant. So this is one of the places that I think everybody who's listening, Everyone's guys and to. girls, should be going on to. Uh, so are people, people actually, though, dating off of this or are they more just DTFing? I know people who date <laughs> off this. Like, <laughs> Is that a verb? <laughs> DTFing. That, I'm using it. But no, I know guys who date off of it, you know, because like Mo was saying, guys just need the, yes, I'm into you. And it's like, whoa, she's into me. Let me take her out because, you know, she said yes. I said yes. Let's just do it. There's no like sifting through the profile. Yeah. Like, he's a Gemini. I'm an Aries. Like, there's nothing he's awkward five foot about seven. it. He's not my criteria. Let's not bachelorette this bitch, okay? Like, (laughs) when you meet somebody, if there's a real connection that's that's deep and spiritual and beyond the physical, then there's going to be a serious relationship. Right. If it's just purely physical, then it's going to be like bang, bang. I know a lot of people that are just looking to, who are DTF, but then meet the person that they fall in love with and go, you know, I wasn't looking for anybody, but I fell in love. Yeah. So it's just an app to meet people. You might, ah. ba- you might bang them. You yeah, might what? fall in love. You might get married. There's going to be stories all over the board, but there's like, there's no, um, you know, post that says this is only for people who are serious, like eat right. harmony or whatever. It's Go like, into just, this. Just meet people. You know what? Yeah. It is like being on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. You literally have like a room full of people to choose from. Yep. That 
That is crazy. But in it's every, shopping. But everywhere it is. you go, it's there's shopping. a room of people. I know. Everywhere shopping. you go. This is like the most positive uh, application on the interweb. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. I think it's really good. Well, so what are some other places that are not like your typical places of going to a bar or going to a club to meet other people in modern day? Like what are other ways that people are meeting people? Blender. <laughs> I was going to say something <laughs> creepy. That one is really about sex. Personal ads. No. What, what are other options for, for meeting? Like, how, how else do you meet guys? You know, I've gotten speed dating so many times for, like, really? the sheer entertainment of it. I'm going with you next it's time. It's so wow. much fun. And I'm I totally try to come up with, with like, the craziest stories. And whoever, like, whoever sits and, like, runs with it, I'm like, he's cool. Let's <gasps> do this. Because you sit down and you have six minutes to be like... I'm from Long Beach and I, I'm a professional like weightlifter and you're just like God this is awful like can we can somebody just have a real conversation with me about the fact that we're in a room like <laughs> cycling through people and it's just so when you meet like that one person who can vibe with you you're like oh, okay let's do this and I feel like that's the case anywhere just meeting somebody who stands out like The yeah. Bachelor he didn't say I love you and everybody else did or mac and cheese my god like who doesn't like mac and cheese I don't you know just mm-hmm. something that stands out for right. Christ's sake yeah. wherever that's you different. are Marnie's talked about that so many times when you just change something in the brain yeah, from the normal yeah. pattern. All of a sudden, people notice you or they perk up. So. Like, like yeah. if a guy was at speed dating and he started reciting scenes from uh, Shakespeare, from Seinfeld. Oh, oh God, I would. <laughs> and Kristen was oh, there. Talk about DTF. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I'd be more DTW, which is down to wed. <laughs> She's like, where do I sign? This is the best singles mixer ever. I'm into it. Okay, so good. So so speed dating is great. What about what do you think about online dating? Honestly, I love online dating for the sheer fact that you don't have to, as a girl, I don't have to respond to anybody. I just go through, read the (laughs) profiles, and it's fine. Like, as a woman, like, I've never not been responded to, but, like, all my guy friends are on it. They're like, oh, my God, I hate it. I look at her profile, and I see she looks at mine, and she didn't message me back, and it's just, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's tough on the ego. Yeah, I can't imagine how, like, you know, debilitating it is on the ego, on the male ego, just to know that, like, I sent out 500 messages today. It's like a resume. Like, when you send out your resume, no one responds, and you know they all got it. Oh, God, yeah. no. I feel so Is awful. the internet down for everybody? They, look, it's, guys need to understand it's a numbers game, okay? You can't right. take any of it personally. You send out 100, you get 10 to 10% out of the 100 you send out of the 10 that come it's back. Yeah. Conversion yeah. Rate, you right? might, great conversion rate, right? You might, you might get in the sack with one of them. That one out of 100, hey, it's not bad. You do that every single day, you're going to be banging like 30 times a week. Yeah. 30 times, yeah. you know, it's going to be pretty good. Yeah. But if we're going exactly. based on statistics, that one that he got, like just the worst statistics in the world, like she's the crazy one. She's right. the you crazy know. one. <laughs> she's the crazy one. Okay, so we have online dating, we have uh, mixers, dating. we have speed dating, we have Tinder, we have Blender, we have. I've heard a little bit bit about just from commercials, like the Match dot com has like cooking classes yeah. or whatever oh, stuff they like do that. that now. What, mm-hmm. Do people go to that? Is that a thing? Yeah. A lot, well, a lot of people that I work with go to the, well because I tell them to go. So it's but, an event. <laughs> it's an event held by your online dating company. Yeah, so it's basically just okay. saying, here's all single people. We're all going to be cooking now, or here's all single people. We're all going to play baseball, or here's all you know. It's yeah. just pulling together people who are single, so that you're not the only single person yeah. at an event hanging out with other people. And it's a great. Uh, it's great because it gives people something else to ha- have in common. Yeah, and it takes the pressure off. Well, of you can select like see who's a shitty cook and then like not yeah. date them because <laughs> you're going to be Over. cooking your own dinners. Yeah. 
exactly. <laughs> or you find the one person who's like super type A and just wants to do all the cooking, says don't fucking touch anything, and then <laughs> yeah. you find the guy who's like, okay, you do it all. That's <laughs> you perfect. Do everything. It's a guy. It's a good mix for people. Um, there's there's a who's that football player who had the relationship with the girl online for four years and oh. it wasn't really her. Manti Manti Teo. Yeah. So so okay. So I was making fun of that the other day, but apparently there are all these people who do have relationships with people they never meet. They're just talking online and corresponding online. Some of them are Skyping, so they do have that interaction, but they actually physically never meet each other. What do you, what do you guys I, think I think that? it's unhealthy. Why? I think it's unhealthy. It's taking us in a direction of just kind of, just, I think it's healthy for the person to an extent, but then when they start depending on it for, to get all that emotional fulfillment, it's a bad, it's a, it's a disaster waiting to happen because it's great in the beginning when you can just bleed your soul out to this person and really connect. But then if you never meet, it's like having an imaginary friend and they're like, you're like, no, I have a girlfriend. People are like, yeah, okay. This guy's a girlfriend. But what if they like it? What if if that's all they they like it? But where is that going to go? I mean, if that's what they want and they want someone to talk to, but then what happens if you meet someone in the physical world and you're, you have this emotional connection over here, but no physical connection. And then you have this physical connection physical connection and no emotional connection it's too it's like going down two different roads at the same time and they never meet and it just seems like it's a they're both roads to nowhere i, I look i that's think that's interesting kristen for people like you who grew up in a small town i remember you had talked about people in your small town not being able to have anybody because there's nothing to choose from yeah even when there's people there there's no one to choose from because they're that bad yeah exactly <laughs> you turned out all right <laughs> uh, that was an exception <laughs> but i think it's uh it's a great start but we are human beings that need physical connection. We need physical touch. And I feel like that's a big reason why our society's in deep depression. We're having depression problems. Yeah. Is because everyone is spending 50% of their time in a digital world that's not a tangible, real, physical world. And we don't, we're not getting that physical connection that we need as human beings. So for people who are doing the long-distance dating online, do it as a start. But don't do it for three, four years. You know, spend, make it so you could spend time with this person. Do this to meet someone outside your world and then venture outside your world and create that physical connection. I think a lot of the people who go for something like that are, are people who have something to, not everybody, but a lot of the people, I think they have something to be insecure about. You know, they're hiding behind their digital thing. You know, they are overweight or they're, um, they don't. Like their face, or you know, like yeah, whatever it is. Other reasons Mo would be it's safe. Yeah. <laughs> it's safe. I have and, gout in and, my penis, yeah. and so you know, you have the person on the other end that's gonna hurt you once they see you and don't physically find you attractive. That's just gonna put you in a deeper hole. You know, like you thought you were ugly to begin with, then the person you love sees you and thinks you're ugly. They're like, "Whoa, I really am ugly." That not happened that on ugly. Allie McBeal. <laughs> it and did, not, and not that ugly really matters i people have mentioned this like to us on twitter or through email and anyone can date anyone it's what you see inside and i don't want to get cheesy and 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 whatnot but um looks if if you have a lot going on looks is definitely not the first priority i agree i mean i mean in online dating though and something like tinder though it would be the the first thing that people would see yeah i mean it's the first thing it's probably the only thing before you start talking but I think being able to have an online relationship it's really good at first if that's how you're communicating because so many people don't even communicate nowadays but if you get to the point where that's all you're doing and you're like where's the physical intimacy then there's something I don't know I, I agree like 
what where's the physical intimacy why aren't we doing it why can't we do it maybe these people can't even get to that point with people in their own area right so i think people having long distance relationships that's cool i had a girlfriend who did it but she said at the end of the day like i don't have my boyfriend in my bed with me Mm -hmm. it's not gonna work out so right it would only it work out difficult. for me that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. So for, for this chapter in the man's playbook, we talked about alternative places to meet people. So let's go over them. Uh, it is Tinder. Blender was one if both of them for if you're like down, DTF. <laughs> um, but also, but all, but as Mo was saying, there are places like just for options. You know, it's instant options for you to see what's around you, and it definitely builds your confidence. So I think Tinder is awesome. Um, going to singles mixers, going to speed dating events, and going online. to things that you enjoy doing. If yeah. you enjoy skiing, have a friend go skiing and hang out in the lodge. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, talk to people. Go to places where there's people that you'll have interest in I common love with. It. Okay, well, thank you, Jessica. You're going to be back with us for the second half of the show, where we are going to analyze this. Attention former students. Nationwide Student Aid can now help consolidate your federal student loans into one lower monthly payment and potentially save you thousands. In many cases, we can lower your monthly payments in half or more. Nationwide Student Aid can help stop the harassing phone calls, stop the wage garnishments, and even stop the tax liens. Stop worrying. We can help. Call Nationwide Student Aid today for a free consultation at 866-598-6593. That's 866-598-6593. Or visit us online at nationwidestudentaid.com. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. All right, welcome back. It is time for Analyze This, where we break down all of your situations, questions, any concern you have about a woman that you're interacting with or a man that you're interacting with. But actually, before we get started, Kristen has a quick announcement. It's a super amazing announcement. Uh, It's uh, about a little survey we have going at Podcast One. So just let you know, we do love hearing from you. So keep on sending your tweets and comments. We actually do read every one of them. And don't miss the chance to take our very important listener survey at Podcast podcast1.com. Your responses will help us to make the show the very best it can be. It'll only take about three minutes of your time, and you'll get the instant gratification that comes with knowing you helped us out. It's amazing. You can tell us how you really feel about the show and help us get to know you better. Do it now. I'm telling you, do it now. Take the survey. Do it. Do it. I have a gun to your head. It's at podcast1.com. That's podcastone.com. And keep those tweets coming and keep commenting. But before we get into that, I want you guys to go to podcastone.com and go to the Ask Women page. On the top of the page, you'll see an Amazon logo or banner, actually. Click on that banner, and it will take you right to amazon.com where you can do all of your shopping. It's super convenient and easy. As we've mentioned a million times, Marnie gets her toilet paper there. And yep. and so you know, if you guys do do your shopping there and save your receipt, whoever spends the most money on amazon.com and emails us their receipt to ask at askwomenpodcast.com, we'll get a free coaching session with Marnie. So it's, I mean, go to her website and see her rates. So this is a pretty good deal, okay? So again, buy on Amazon, send us your uh, receipt. You have to go through our banner though, however, Absolutely. to get this, so. Yeah. Anyway, and then also, if you guys live in the Los Angeles area, I will be at UCB, um, that's the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, uh, this Saturday, the 20th at, I believe the show's at nine, or no, it's eight o'clock. You'll see on the website, but it's the Hello Giggles show, and Hello Giggles is uh, a website run by Zoe Deschanel. It's a storytelling show. It's really fun. It's five bucks. So go tell your friends, and uh, there's cool bars and stuff next door, so go 
listen to a story and their funny stories and then go get a drink. Yes, exactly. I love that. <laughs> as she like kicks the microphone as she's talking. Um, so let's get into Analyze This. And again, if you have any questions for us, if you're a guy, if you're a girl, there's been a lot of women writing to us recently, which I love. And I hope more women writing because we are available to answer your questions. We've got Mo here. We've got the three of us and we're going to give you our opinions. But write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. And so I'm going to read the first question uh, from Karen, who Karen was supposed to call in today, but our internet is down, so we cannot get live calls. So I apologize, Karen, if you've been calling in and getting a busy signal. Um, but here's Karen's question. I've had both male and female friends tell me guys are intimidated by me, and my best friend actually told me that I scream confidence. Why are guys afraid to approach confident girls? Because you're screaming. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, like, yelling at everybody. That's, like, the nice way of saying you're a bitch, like, Right. Mo, I want to hear what you have to say because this is is a good question. Look, guys have the same problem as well when they're a little too overconfident. Confident women can intimidate guys. It is a bit scary when a woman is too confident or a woman is too intelligent. Like some of those things for a guy that's not sharp, for a guy who's not on his man sexy like our buddy Jason Capital, it could be tough for them um, because... Not every guy is quick with banter and could come back to counter perhaps what that confident woman says or that or that tough woman says and and that's you know we just don't have there's not a lot of strong. But aren't those guys that she shouldn't there. be dating then if they can't keep up with her? Probably yeah, that's definitely the situation. So does um, that limit her pool of options? It does. Look, if if you are a certain type of person and you're dead strong set on who you are, it's going to limit your pool across the anyway. Um, but if you're an open person who's really easygoing, then you're gonna it's gonna open up your pool. So just well, that's an interesting comment because you said easygoing. Because is that something that maybe she's missing? Is being easygoing as well as confident? If she's a little too confident and direct, easygoing is not in the definition of either of those. Okay, I agree. But, but the reality is, is that she could look and appear confident. But on the inside, she may not be completely confident or um, as arrogant as she might come across. I know for for myself, I am neurotic, not confident, awkward, uncomfortable. But people think I'm very cool with who I am, and they I come across very settled and whatever and amazing. Blah blah blah. Oh, beautiful, Kristen's <laughs> talking over there. Beautiful, Seriously. blah blah blah. Oh, but on the inside, on the inside, I'm a wreck. So so. <laughs> What these guys also could know if they're looking at someone who looks really confident is that because they've not been, these women have not been approached time and time again, their confidence is going down, you know, so they're not, no one's as, for the most part, I don't believe anyone's as confident as they look. So someone's always going to have a human side. So I think you just take the risk and and approach women. I, I think guys don't because it is a risk. It's a big risk because it's your manhood on the line, you know? And I think that's the number one reason why when women look warmer um, and sweeter and softer, they're always approached more. So I guess not to answer her question from the other door, basically coming in from the back door, but if she she appears so confident, maybe she could take a look at herself and say, what am I doing? That's, that's not attracting guys to talk to me. Maybe I'm doing something that's scary or intimidating and maybe, Maybe there's something there. But I I do hear that from a lot of really um, 
powerful and assertive women, that it is more difficult for them. There's a smaller dating pool. But with a lot of those women, I do also notice that a lot of them forget to be feminine as well as confident. And that's like a hard thing to swallow for a lot of these women. And it was even hard for me myself to hear a statement like that about about strong women that they're supposed to because I heard it as you should dumb yourself down so that you can get a date. And I was like, that's like not what you want to hear as a confident woman. But there is there is a part of like you said, Mo, being easygoing and open and playful. And Jessica, I would love to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're screaming confident, I bet you're really screaming I'm too good for any of you guys yeah. in here. Which I know a lot of my confident girlfriends walk around they're like, none of these guys are approaching me. It's because I'm too confident and powerful. Like, if you're that confident, why don't you approach the men that you're interested in? Ooh. Why don't you talk to the guys that you see over there not approaching you? Exactly. And I think what comes with that is that, you know what, whatever, I'm too good for any of these guys. Like Kristen said, they're probably so used to not getting approached that fine you scream confidence now because you know you it's need you to scream. yeah that's all you can scream you can't scream hey somebody's talking to me uh, nobody um, is yeah. a <laughs> key thing here for this woman and men find this very attractive and she is probably not showing any of it is vulnerability mm-hmm. if you show that that is that is who you are at your you know you, when you're vulnerable is who you are at your core. It's but that's you, real confidence too. You, and that's mm-hmm. com- and that's what she needs to understand is that real confidence is showing that as well. And if she introduces that into some of vulnerability, humility, some of these things that aren't associated with confidence into her first encounters. It's going to make her a lot more appealing and easy, so easily approachable. I wish we did have her on the phone because I would like to like hear her voice, hear her responses, have to and then just that. be like, "You're a bitch." Like I can, like I can <laughs> no, tell why yeah. Karen, people aren't approaching to you, or you're so sweet, or you are really open. Yeah. I would love to hear that that voice there. So hopefully next time she can call in um, and be live on the air with us. But that, those were good answers. And maybe what about for the guys that if there are women who appear really confident who you were saying may just have that exterior shell because they're kind of uncomfortable or that's what they think they should show to people. What What is a way for them to approach these types of women uh, and have and break that shell down so that they can be vulnerable? It, I, I think doing something that maybe would call it attention in a, in a natural way, like, I don't know, maybe dropping, maybe dropping your pen or something that would she might be interested in helping you grab it or, you know, something to make her break out, break out. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Jessica? I was going to say calling attention to the fact that, hey, I noticed that you are not talking to a single person in here and you have got your arms crossed all night. Like, what's the deal? Like, if somebody calls me out on the fact that I'm like looking at everybody like, oh, my God, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'll be like, (laughs) okay, fine. I'm coming off as a bitch. I get it. Like, I'll approach anybody who's calling me out on my I'm too confident for this shit. shit. Yeah. Oh, I love. But is there a, is there a way to do it? Because what is there like a good way and a bad way to do that? Get this I mean, the sour <laughs> look off your face, bitch. <laughs> if someone said that to me, I'd be like, "Wow, let's go back door." But it's not that all. <laughs> but it's not back that all Tinder. confident women look like bitches. It's oh, I know. I'm just, painting a horrible picture there too. I yeah, I mean, it. it's just a, it's an air. It's I guess an I'm just picturing around. her actually because the, the screaming confidence. That's like a, yeah. a female way of saying and you're it, being a bitch. You're being a bit of a bitch, and, but maybe it's not. So I, I'm going to give Karen the benefit we'll of the doubt. We'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But hopefully that gave you some answers. All right, so we have our next question. Okay, hello. I love the show. You guys have helped me understand women better, and I and I always look forward to your podcasts every week. I wanted to ask you about how do you. Apply 
approach a group of women? What is your advice? How do I engage a group of girls in a conversation either at the beach or at a club or anywhere when sometimes I'm only interested in talking to one of them? Do I have to talk to the rest of the group? Uh, Mike from Wisconsin. Jessica, what do you say to this one? It's so funny. As I'm thinking about it now, like if you want to talk to one girl in the group, you have to talk to the whole group. Like you need to be in the group in order for us to let you in. Like yep. when I go out with my girlfriends, that, those are my bodyguards. Those yep. are like my defense mechanisms. And if you can't talk to them, like there's no way in hell I'm going to talk to you either. Interesting. There's just no so, way around it. So approach the group. Yeah. Or definitely. you, you got to watch a lot of Discovery Channel here, <laughs> right? Okay. The lion does not go after the zebra that's in the herd. He waits for the zebra that gets away. Away from the herd, and then he snipes her. So right when she's walking there. in the bathroom, you pounce on her. Yeah, yes. either when she's walking to the bath. You know, that's an easier way. That way, it takes the pressure off of having to entertain the crowd and all that stuff. Um, look, if you got a bunch of dudes with you, then you take a bunch of guys, and then you let your guys know. Look, I'm going after this girl. I need you guys to to do some work here, and then you guys kind of take over the group yourself, or you get a wing girl like Marnie. Who yes. does a great job, <laughs> who, does a, who could approach a group of girls and who could single out the girl that you need and could help you pick that girl up. Good advice. So what if you don't, you know, if, if you don't have time to wait for that perfect opportunity for when she does separate herself? If, if they are friends who are at the beach and they all go in pairs to go into the water and then yeah. come back and lie on their towels, what is the way to approach it? Like, how do you approach a group of women? By talking to the entire group. That's the only way I can see it happening. Like, I... If you want to talk to me, you're going to need to get me out of my group. Like Mo said, I love that the zebra separated from the pack. But like, but you I'm have to be separating. the one separating. Yeah, I'm never separating from my girlfriends when I'm out right. with them. So, so then how, how long does he have to talk to the group? And how long till he separates you? And how does he separate you? I'm, ta- I'm thinking about like him talking to the entire group. Like if you, you need to make my girlfriends laugh, you need to make them comfortable. And if I see you doing that, my defenses are now down as well. Yeah, yeah don't single out the girl that you want to talk to right off the get go. Super awkward. Let it be um, a blanket statement for everybody. Like you, the girls have no idea who you're interested in because you're, the girlfriends have so much influence on her on their mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's a little bit just a little hard to swallow if you're not the girl he's interested in. So if For you sure. just walk yeah. right up through five girls and, you know, one has like acne and freckles and whatever and you go to like the girl that's typically always approached, the friends are going to be annoyed because one mm-hmm. it's it's hurts their feelings to an extent. Yeah. And two, it just um it it creates that uh tension already because if you end up dating this girl the friends are always going to be there. So they're always going to be judging you or maybe not liking you because of your approach. So I think the best way to do it is to talk to everybody at one time and then move from there where maybe the conversation just happens coincidentally to take off a little bit more with this one girl that you're interested in. And then before you know it, the group's back talking and it's no longer you just you talking to everybody. It's everyone's voices are part of the conversation mm-hmm. I love that just so happens because like, I saw the air quotes it's funny because like nothing ever just so happens right. you have to learn how to take the lead and make that happen uh-huh. so like in, in my mind when I picture an interaction with a guy approaching a group he's engaging the whole group he's getting everybody to talk and laugh maybe laugh at one of their friends poke fun of the girl that you're trying to actually impress and then what you do is you go stand beside her like you're a team partner with her and you fight against the rest of the group like that's what I'm picturing for playful interaction and then you can turn 
encourage the girl because then the rest of the group's engaged in something that you've created. And this takes practice to be able to do oh, that. Yeah. But, but you can start practicing right now because every girls are at the beach right now. And like if you screw up with one group, you go walk five yeah. seconds away and there's another group to practice with. Um, so that that's what I'm picturing in terms of like and, approaching and yeah, the group. And you, when we had Jason on, Jason was great. Capital, he gave some great advice. Yeah, he was but awesome. Go lowercase. out with hunters. Okay, don't go, you know, yeah. if, when you want to approach a group of girls, do it with hunters, guys that are out there looking for women as well. Because if you do it with your buddy who's been married for so long and he's got no game, he's really not going to end up doing any kind of yeah, He's talking about crocheting with the girls yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. So um, at the end of the day, you got to have some guts and you got to have some yeah, balls. And, for sure. And the only way you're going to get better at it is by doing no it. No guts, yeah. no glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's the next question. Hey, ladies and Mo. <laughs> What's up? Been following the podcast. Oh, God, it's so small, this font. Been following the podcast since its inception, and I'm absolutely loving the dynamic that goes on between you all. I wish it was on more than just once a week since I feel I've learned so much already. Note for us. (laughs) Anyway, I find myself in a very difficult situation. I literally just got back from a second date with a great girl. The first date went extremely well, and we both had a blast. Tonight, not so much. She immediately texted me after... I dropped her off and mentioned that she feels confused. She claims we click amazingly well through texting, but when we're in person, I don't ask her anything about herself. We met online through a dating site, and through the beginning process, I constantly ask questions to learn more about her and keep conversation flowing. Now that I feel we've moved to in-person dates, I don't want to bombard her with more questions and uh, make it feel like the newlywed game. We've only been dating a week and texting for about three. If... Is she perhaps looking for proof that I'm interested in her or maybe my dating nerves getting the better of me and I just, hmm, something on without really having a conversation with her. Um, also, if you can maybe elaborate on how you all view the world of online dating sometimes, which we kind of did, but that's, a, Christian was saying before, we have to do a, a full episode on it. Um, okay, so sorry that I, I bl- you know, blubbered up that uh, email, but basically he's saying, okay, she said to him, um, she's confused because you're you're not tech, you're not uh, asking me enough questions while we're on the date. So what what is she really saying to him? Yeah, it's so hard when we don't have the full picture. Um, if he's talking about himself maybe the whole time, mm-hmm. I could see her, you know, like kind of going, okay, mm, not, include I'm not, me in the conversation. Yeah, I'm not confused. I'm actually just delaying, telling you I don't want to go out with you anymore. Right. Um, but uh, I think I think. Um, he can feel okay in playing that wedding dating game a little bit because it's fun to talk about yourself to an extent. You know, you always see that person on the date who's talking way too much about themselves. It's because they, it's fun. Yeah. Um, so I think initiating more questions with her is totally fine. You want to get to know her because I'm, I guarantee through the emails you've exchanged and text messages, it has not gone deep enough to actually know her. Right. So ask the questions. And look, women love to talk. Women love to talk about themselves. No, we don't. They like to talk about shit with Not their girlfriends. As in, you need to be asking a lot of questions. You need to not be talking about yourself and and. 
But by actually, if you want to seem interesting, don't be the one who's talking and boasting about what's so interesting about you. Let her talk. Let her be the one who's always, you know, uh, sharing about herself, giving her opinions about things, asking her why. Women love why because they love to talk about shit forever. <laughs> and then she's going to look back and be like, oh, my God, he's the most interesting guy I've ever met. <laughs> he hasn't even said a word. But, yeah. be, but that's just how that works out. But also when he's asking her questions and she's giving answers, he can find answers about himself within her answers so For they sure. can start a dialogue yeah. for sure you know? yeah i don't think it's so much like ask me question after question i think right. it's more so if you're gonna talk about yourself why don't you ask about me too like yeah, if you're gonna tell me. a story yeah why don't why don't we connect on it except for instead of it being like a monologue like right i don't like going on dates where it's like where are you from how are you and your brother no, like boring. yeah don't yeah. interrogate me but if you're gonna talk about yourself talk about you and then ask and about then open me. it up yeah exactly open it up. let me talk about me too as like, well that's how you get to know each other and also exactly. as you're doing these beginning dates don't do dates that are so focused on me and you having to entertain each other the entire time right like do dates where you're where you're doing fun things like you're riding yeah. bikes on the boardwalk or you're doing something physically active because when you're doing these dates well all you have to do is talk and talk and talk the whole oh. time it's like so much pressure to come up with content to talk about. Yeah. And not everyone's a chatty Kathy. Especially yeah. if they're texting already for yeah. weeks on end. What do you need to talk for? Like, go uh, and do something. Go have an experience with each right. other. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell this. It may pertain to this question. It may give a little bit of insight. So... I do these boot camps and I did this boot camp in Toronto about a year ago and there was this guy on the boot camp who would actually, he would ask me questions because I was there to give advice and answer questions and I would like put my heart into the response and he'd look at me, nod kind of, and then go on to his next question (laughs) and Every time he did that, like a little piece of me died. It was really weird, but I'm just like, you are not acknowledging that you've heard anything that I've said. You're not showing me that you're taking it in in any way whatsoever. And I'm not, I'm going to stop giving you responses or at least the heart attached to the responses because you're not acknowledging that you're listening to me. So I I actually mentioned this to him a couple of times as well. And he finally got in the habit of, I would say something. And then what he would do, I I guided him to do to start off, is repeat it back to me. What I heard you say was this. And then answer the question in his mind, why is this important? Or why did that help me? Or why didn't it help me? And then relay the information to me. And that helps me really connect to him and start liking him again. Because I actually got really frustrated with him by day two. Because I just felt like a nothing. And then, so if I was dating a guy that was like this and he was engaging over text going back and forth, but then in person he was like that, it would seem really inconsistent and I would be turned off by it. And I I do have to reward this girl. Um, again, I don't know who she is and maybe she's just high, high maintenance or I don't know, but um, she put it out there very soon saying, here's what I'm noticing mm-hmm. that you're not consistent and I would like you to ask me more questions. And right. she said it in a polite way, which yeah. I think is amazing it yeah. means that she, she did that. likes you. Exactly. She likes you and she does see that there is something there. So do yourself a flavor. Don't talk yourself out again, late. Just like <laughs> shut your mouth, nod say why, get her going, and let her do most of the talking. Perfect. And that was from Tom from Philly. I have a question here. Oh, yes. I forgot about your question. I got an email here uh, from AO. We're going to keep her anonymous here. But here's A woman. A woman. Okay. A woman about a guy. Okay, here's Love the backstory. So she used to date this guy in high school, uh, but she lost interest in him because he was a little bit sensitive and was too attached, and she wasn't ready for that kind of uh, mature 
relationship at the time. Okay. Uh, he was your teacher. Exactly. <laughs> but they, they kept in touch um, while they were in college. They were both in serious relationships. You know, timing wasn't ever right, but they kept this friendship going. Well, now he's back in L.A. She's back in L.A. They're both single. They went out for a few drinks. And after they started uh, talking to each other, they're both like, well, we're both single. We're all on the prowl. Let's kind of help each other out with getting other girls. What she noticed the last time that she went out with him is that she was actually really attracted to him. And now she has feelings for this guy. And she wants to try and figure out how could we be now more than friends now that we're both single and I see you in this different light. Um, what exactly should she do? Because she doesn't want to jump into a relationship with him, but she's down for the in-between with this guy. Okay. So she's down to date him, practically. Or Basically. More than and have fun with him. Yeah. Like she's fun down for having fun with a friend. Right. So why not just say that? Like, he probably feels the same exact way. Like, why not just be like, hey, you know, we were friends and now I'm helping you get other girls. But hell, I want to be that girl that you're trying to get again. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, like, I mean, that's why there's so many there. romantic comedies and things written in this exact format. Right. That gives yeah. you dialogue so you can say this to right. somebody else. I, I, I did this with one of my guy friends, but I didn't have an interest in dating him. I just wanted to sleep with him. So I remember bringing it up, and I remember saying, like, have you ever had a friend with benefits? And he said, eh, no, not really. And I said, what do you what do you want one <laughs> and he's like yeah i'm like okay cool can we start now like i because i'd never done that before and i was very nervous saying it but i did say it but he was somebody that i could also say it to it doesn't sound like they have such a good like a big friendship built up but honestly you kind of got to just say something but what would be maybe a more subtle way that she could hint this to him just kiss him well yeah, <laughs> yeah. look they're already drinking and going out right. so there's and they're like kind of commenting on other people together which is something that you you know recommend people to do is they team up together and they start commenting on their surroundings so that's what they're doing they're building that relationship already um she's another thing she said is she's a bit shy and she's not the one to make the first move Right. So how how could she let this guy know without making the first? I think this is a good. I'm for me personally, um, not being. I'm not. I am shy. Um, I think. And I in high school, you know, had a crush on whatever guy. And this was kind of when um, instant messenger was big. AOL. Aim. Yeah. Whoop. Um, <laughs> we started an online thing, and we were friends before that. But it was more. It was easier for me. And it wasn't like I went and said, "Hey, I really like you. I have a crush on you." But we just struck up conversation, and then it grew from there. So I think this could be a situation where, in text or in email, she's probably in communication with him all the time. Yeah. Maybe that's how she could slip something in because it it gives you more time. You can script it out beforehand. You know, you can. So I don't like know. The f- softly flirting. Yeah, yeah. That's but, coming from someone if, who's shy. If, if this guy had hooked up with her before and he he was interested before, he's he's definitely going to be interested again. You don't really lose interest over girls um, that you used to like physically, at least. I, I I think where it's scary is how this might end up. Because I know you might like the guy and you guys could be friends with benefits and hooking up. But that, let's be honest, that never works out. Right. Like how often, like this guy that you were having a, just a friends with benefits thing, are you guys really close after? Or it ruins the friendship that you We actually were. Now, well, now he lives in London, so it's a little bit different. But 
We actually were. Oh, like that, okay. but, it, but it ended up being really weird because... Because he's gay now? No, but it was really interesting because... <laughs> well, he is in London. I thought I could totally have a friends with benefits situation, but there was something like in my brain that literally switched once we had sex where I was like, I'm supposed to like him now. And he's, yep. suppo- and he's supposed to like me. And then like, I remember he came over to my house once and he was acting more boyfriending. And I was like, what's going on? And then when he didn't act like that, I wanted him to... It was very confusing. So I remember like two weeks later after we had start the, started this, we were in the library. I was sitting at one table and he was sitting at another one and I went up to his table and I said can we just go back to being friends I'm getting too confused by this and I don't want anything from you but let's just go back he's like okay I was like all right well it's done and then we were we were honestly total friends afterwards it was okay but I know that for a lot of people it doesn't work out because one person starts to develop feelings the other person maybe doesn't Um, you're not on the same page but it doesn't sound like they're great friends yeah Yeah, you know what's so funny is one thing she and this is for guys to 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 take note of this she said that they'd gone out to a bar to um, pick, up to other people. pick up other people. And she said while he was picking up other girls, she noticed that he was the best looking guy in that bar. Ah, and that's interesting. Women there find men who are getting girls or getting other girls' attention. Uh, the basis for the wing girl method. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Also, I think another thing for her is to maybe wait it out a couple weeks because she could lose that attraction. She could see him in the wrong lighting the next yeah. time and some girl's not interested in him. And all of a sudden she's like, wait a second, this guy? I, this yeah. guy so, you know, I think she should hang off for a little bit, see if her fa- feelings are still there. I mean, she's known him for a long time. He's not really going anywhere mm-hmm. unless he finds the one or something. When, but, when I was bartending, I used to call it the two-week rule, right? Because we get in these hot hostesses, and they never last long, but they're hot. And I'd be like, okay, she's hot on day one. Let me wait two weeks. And if she's hot after two weeks, then I'm going to try and have sex with her. Really? Because then it's worth it. And rarely is someone still That's hot That's how quickly two weeks. Really? she ages. Is that way? Well, no, it's just like after two, look. She's not 21. She's because not 21 she's an annoying hostess. She's the immediate who's attraction. Who's people in your section that you don't yeah. want to sit. No, but I think that people are very attractive on first glimpse. But then once you get to know them, you know, you see their little quirks, their little insecurities, their, the way they talk, their, whatever it is, then you start to get a real feel of, is this person really attractive? Am I willing to stick my neck out on the line to get some right. and then deal with the repercussions afterwards? Right. Am I willing to stick my penis out on the line? Yes. Exactly. So, yeah, I think I, I, my advice would be to wait, wait just a couple of weeks and see how she still feels. Yeah. That's good advice. Great advice. I have, I have one from, Ooh, t- from yes. Twitter. Let's read it. Uh, speaking of London, uh, this is Dennis from London, and he said, Girls, great show. I have been told that approaching, or no, um, no, that's not it. It's hard la, on Twitter. La, 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 la. Hold on. Let me just. Uh, it's hard here it on is. Twitter. It's right here. Okay. He says, he had a, asked a couple questions. He says, um, could you give me some advice on what I should not do when approaching a woman? On what you should not do? Yeah, not in capital letters. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's big time on Twitter. Um, what you should not do don't when approaching... Ask her, don't ask her question after question after question well, after question. Don't ask her if she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, don't, and that's a big no-no. I don't like do. anyone would ever do that anyway. Like, I just... If you're pregnant, there's no way I'm talking to you because you're just going to be annoying and talk about being pregnant. So <laughs> I don't know why people talk to pregnant. I people. have learned not to say that. Like even if you are about to bust, I'm not going to say. Don't like say and it. if they say I'm pregnant, I'm like oh you are. Like <laughs> like I don't. Weird. I just stay away from it. Um, okay, there's a big laundry list of don't and yeah. a big no nos. Um, I would say let's go around the room and say things like one thing each that is a no no to do. Um, I personally hate the hi. My name is whatever. 
Because if you're coming up to me, I don't care. I don't know you yet. Like, right. don't introduce yourself to me if I don't even know you. Say something else, like, mm. in the moment. It's just, it's weird, because then I feel obligated to talk, and then with that obligation, I get resentment, like, fuck, I'm in this conversation now with this How guy. How long do I have to be here? Yeah, now I have to be in this conversation. So I hate the, the hi, my name is. I like that. Kristen. Something I don't like is when um, you know the guy's going to come over because he's been taking his time doing the kind of up and down and he's looking at you and so it's just delaying the inevitable awkwardness to it that's going to ensue so if you're going to approach a woman i don't think you should hesitate i think making eye contact is nice but when you're kind of doing it over and over and she knows that you're looking looking and take and why haven't you come over yet to just it it lets off a vibe of either you're too insecure or you're kind of creepy now just staring so i think you should make the decision make eye contact come over don't hang in the corner look look again look again maybe maybe come over maybe not shake wave a little bit don't do that no hesitation three two one go Uh, like that i've noticed that um when i approach women and talk to women uh, when i make things about them and i start like commenting on things that they're doing they become very self-conscious and it kills the conversation right there Mm -hmm. so it's like you know i know you are focused on them and, and how they look and what they're doing or how they're treating you but try and make it about something else that both of you could comment on because women don't want to sure. comment about themselves. Well, they know themselves already. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I've had guys say things to me like, um, you're doing that wrong or something in, in a way where I'm like, I don't know you. Why, what just gave you the balls to just come tell me that yeah. I'm drinking my drink wrong or whatever it is, yeah. you know, like I, don't be, don't point out, like you said, just don't be, don't be a dick. Yeah. It's like they all of a sudden don't, don't be a dick. Like, That's probably a good yeah. one too. They think of cut to three years later. You've been in a serious relationship. God damn, Kristen. Right. You're doing it wrong. Doing bitch. it again. That's still. six months later. <laughs> uh, one, one tip that I'll give, um, is don't bombard women with questions. I always tell guys, instead of attempting to jump into her world, have her come into your world. So, like, instead of bombarding her with questions, trying to get her to open up, because that's the goal for a lot of guys, is, okay, I'll ask her a question, and I'll figure out what she wants to talk about or what interests her, and then I'll get her to open up about it by asking more questions. That doesn't happen. So instead, lead by example and open up yourself. So, for for example, if you're in an art gallery, instead of saying, oh, do you like this painting? You can say, I freaking love this painting. Do you see how the red line goes into the orange? line blah 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 and then opening up the question so that you're pulling her into a world that you've created already instead of attempting to you know crack the code and figure out how to weasel your way into her world yeah because when you do approach her and you expect her to open up it's i said this before but it's like calling it's like when you call somebody and they answer and you just say hey and you're like, no, and you then talk. you leave it. Yeah, no, you called me. You come up with a conversation. So, so I saw Jessica crunching her face. So, what, so do you have a comment to add on top of what I said? I'm just thinking of like guys who come in and they have all these questions, and it's like, why don't you just talk about the moment we're in right now? Like, you know, uh, what if I don't want to answer your questions? Like, right. And then I again, I feel obligated to talk, and like girls just. I know so many girls who will just sit in the conversation long enough, even give the number, help, will even put out just to be like, okay, now I can get them away from me. Like, yeah. Ooh, I know we, girls who do, who will make that. out with you. I, I've done that just so many times, just to be like, okay, he drove me up this cliff. We need to make out so I can get home later. Do you right. want a hand job? Come here. <laughs> Let's do this. Exactly. Exactly. Me I have home? to do it. I'll Don't never call you again after. Exactly. But I think, I think something good to do also, I want to come up with my own rule right now as like Ooh, a non, good. as a non-expert expert. Mm. Um, I want to call it like the white elephant rule. Where you call out the white elephant in the room. Oh, I love that. And I have that rule. I, I was going to say that's your pink elephant. I know. Oh, it is? Yeah, she has a pink elephant. Oh, God. Elephant. No, but no, but it's good. You're getting into expert level. I love it. <laughs> 
So go on, say it. Say well, it. I mean, as, as a comic, if you're on stage and there's something really awkward happening in in the audience, you know, maybe a waitress just dropped a glass or something, and you don't call it out. No, you immediately lose the audience because you need to make everyone comfortable. So as soon as you put people at this level of ease, where like we all get it, we're in the same world, we're in the same room, we know the same stuff that's happening you create a bond and you create a brotherhood almost, you know? I like so that. I think going off of that is, is smart. Actually, maybe you can give a tip because you are constantly trying to win over audiences. That's your job, right? I've lost. Yeah, so, lost <laughs> <laughs> so what are things that you, you do when, cause you're approaching a group, which we talked about before. What are things you have learned that when you get onto the stage are a quick way to get people to pay attention to you? Um, well, the number one is to, um, to wear glasses, people think you're smart. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Sometimes I wear glasses to shows that I'm a little bit nervous about the crowd because they might be a smart crowd and I want them to like me. Um, but something, honestly, that's actually a good question. N- number one, you have to look like you know what you're doing. So if you walk, you know, for me, if you walk out in, in the situation I'm in, there's a microphone and you walk up to the microphone and you don't know how to get the cord out and it gets wrapped around the stand, you're losing people. Because they think, okay, this person's never done this before. This is uncomfortable. And I'm witnessing this, like, virginity comedy happening right right now. So, number one, you want to know how to work with the items that you're around. Um, The other thing is to have a decent amount of swagger or confidence while being likable. Because if you you do come out and you're overly confident. Screaming confidence. Screaming confidence. It's gross. And people (laughs) are like, this person's an asshole. Why are they doing comedy? They don't look funny at all. They look actually, like, quite arrogant. Maybe they should just go work at... Like, Starbucks. you know, somewhere higher end. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a little higher. Merrill Lynch. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's that's another thing. Also, um, the white elephant is the next move, you know, where you call out what something's happening. Like I was um, I did Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan's a great comic. I did a show like two months ago or something like that. And the show is called Neil Brennan and Friends. And we're definitely not friends, you know. <laughs> so like I, I just, you know, kind of called out that it's like more like Neil Brennan and acquaintances because <laughs> clearly like we're not besties because I'm not on his level or right. something like that. You know, so just to kind of bring reality into the picture, mm-hmm. people know where I stand. I know now where they stand because they've responded to a few things that I've done. And then go forward. It's it's just it's it's literally a confidence and comfortable swagger the end and then i love it those are good tips so those are really good tips i love it all right well that is the end of analyze this for today we got a lot of questions answered and i love that we have a couple from women we would love more from women we obviously want more questions from men hopefully next time we will be able to have people call in and our internet will be working but if you want us to analyze this break down a situation answer a question for you something you're confused about by the opposite sex we will analyze this for you right into ask at ask womenpodcast.com you can also follow us on twitter which you should um at ask women podcast what yeah, else we got? yeah just definitely follow us on twitter uh there's a lot of communication going on there and we actually get a lot of thoughts for upcoming shows from twitter yeah so please follow us on twitter but also follow me on twitter um, it's self promotion. You get the wing girl method Done, like five give times. It. Uh, just it's at Kristen Carney. It's K R I S T E N C A R N E Y. Perfect. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you very much, Jessica, for being on the Thanks show. For You're me. awesome. So fun. Thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Go to podcastone.com next week for a brand new show. This concludes another podcastone.com program.